0: Today on Your Money Your Wealth, do you have to transfer money from a 401k to a traditional IRA before you do a Roth conversion? Does the pro rata rule apply to a Roth conversion from a traditional IRA that was rolled over from a 401k? Can you do a direct interplan conversion from a 401k to a Roth? The fellows will also get into strategies and logistics of paying the tax on a Roth conversion. And what the heck is bent crude oil? But first, there have been a few updates to the provisions in the coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security, or CARES Act, around Paycheck Protection Program loans, required minimum distributions, and coronavirus-related distributions from retirement accounts. Got questions you want answered on the podcast? Click the link in the description of today's episode in your podcast app, then hit the banner that says Ask Joe and Big Al on air and send them on in. I'm producer Andy Last, and here are the hosts of Your Money, Your Wealth, Joe Anderson, CFP, and Big Al Clopine, CPA.
1: Uh, we got Renee from Los Angeles. Let it, oh, L.A., huh? Yeah. Um, will there be renewing or extending the CARES Act? Will they? Who's they? Yeah. Yeah, them. The man. The, the people that do the CARES Act. Um, I don't know, Renee. I mean, I don't know what the question is, is meaning. The CARES Act is a bill. <laughs> it's a, bill. Lot, of, it's a <laughs> lot of stuff.
2: Well, here, here's, yeah. what, here's what I think Renee's asking. Am I going to get another check? I betcha, I, that's, I'm reading between the lines. Or maybe she's asking about unemployment being extended. Extended, sure. So, so I would say this. I, I've got an article here, Joe, that talks about this. Um, second stimulus check. Um, will it be happening? How much can you really count on? And it seems like... Across the board, Democrats, Republicans, and the president are thinking there's going to be at least one more stimulus check. How much? There's there's proposals between $1,200, which is what it was the first time, uh, all the way up to $2,000. There's been proposals from one more $1,200 payment, all the way to $2,000 a month for up to 12 months which that would be expensive. <laughs> Talk <laughs> about our national debt. I don't think that one's gonna pass. <laughs> um, but, uh, but at any rate, um, Mitch McConnell is saying that uh, sometime uh, later this month, it'll likely be announced and it would probably be in the, the um, um, August timeframe.
1: What about, um, well, I guess with the CARES Act, a couple of changes, uh, they're extending the PPP loans. Yep. Right. So for small businesses, uh, there's uh, two and a half times monthly payroll, up to 10 million bucks. Right. Uh, so they're extending those loans. Um, now, the, we, the, the
2: unemployment, I was going to say, now that expires July 31st. And so far, there's no discussion. Well, on the,
1: the kicker, the $600 extra
2: Correct. Contract. Correct. Yep.
1: Um, you got the required minimum distributions. So initially, if you took your RMD in January, uh, you were only... A, eligible to pay it back if you wanted to um, with a CRD or coronavirus related distribution. Uh, But they changed that. So now any required distribution from any account. So it could be from a beneficiary IRA because before, if you took a a distribution from a Benny IRA, you were stuck with it. Uh, So that they changed that. Um, So that could be renewing the changing uh, CARES Act 2.0. Uh, th- there's been a little bit more talk about who um, is eligible for the the C.R.D. of the coronavirus related distribution. Uh, it was pretty broad brush when they when they first wrote the bill. So you know you had to uh, be diagnosed with COVID, a spouse or dependent, uh, maybe you were furloughed, lost your job, uh, or even if you you lost some work
2: hours, so you work you, hours, yeah. so you got less pay, or if you had child care situation,
1: and then it was like any other thing
2: so we that we deem appropriate right which probably is
1: about 90 percent of all the people out there exactly so i think more and more people will be eligible to take the crd um so uh, but stay tuned right because now we're kind of getting into some weird territory um where we opened up, and then now some industries are shutting back down, with the bars and restaurants. Right. And yeah. What does that look like for those employers? Uh, so there's going to have to be another stimulus package if they're going to. It seems those, that way. Shut, yeah. shut down, um, you know, the economy, or try to shut down some of the economy. I guess depending on what industry that uh, that you work in. So uh, stay tuned. We'll probably. Um, day by day, week by week, we'll probably get more information there. So uh, thanks for the question, Renee. We got Shirley from Irvine, California. Um, Are RMDs only way for 2020? I already took my RMD in March of this year. Can I put it back into my IRA? Uh, The answer is yes. So if you took a required minimum distribution, that is when you turned 72 now due to the SECURE Act is that there's a certain percentage that you have to pull from a retirement account and pay the tax on that. And what they did is they said, well, you know what, because of the volatility and everything else that's going on in the overall markets for retirees or people that are of required minimum distribution age or reach their required beginning date, you don't have to take it. You don't have to pull the money out. So you can save some taxes there if you choose to. Uh, So if you don't need the money uh, before you would have to take it out, pay some tax, uh, and then just reinvest it in a brokerage account. Uh, due to the CARES Act, you do not have to take the RMD.
2: Yeah, and Joe, the, and yeah, that is only for 2020. Correct. One year. And uh, this is a recent pronouncement that just came out within the last month, I would say, which is now they said that you can put it back. If you took your RMD, even in January, February, March, whatever, you can put it back. No, no taxation, no 30-day Or 60 day rollover rule. So it doesn't count as your once in the, you know, once a year rollover. So you can just put it back. So anyway, that's that's different than what we had said in other shows because the law just changed. Um, But you you have to put it back in by August 31st, I believe. I think that's
0: the date. That is correct. Yes.
1: If it's grown in value, no big deal. Right, because it's just going to be taxed at ordinary income at the, let, let's say you, you, you took your distribution of 10 grand. Yeah. Right. Right. And you, you still invested it. You put the, well, I wonder what you put, you put back, I guess probably just the required. Distribution. I think wow. you just
2: put the 10 back and then you have ordinary income. You keep the rest and you just pay taxes pay, on yeah, it. I think that's how they they would okay, do that. Yep. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. I have no idea. How do we pronounce this name?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Chandra Kant. Chandra Kant. Do you know a Chandra Kant?
0: It's a very common Indian name.
1: Oh. All right. Chandra Kant from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, can RMD withdrawals be converted to a Roth IRA? Answer is no. A required minimum distribution is a distribution. RMDs cannot be converted to a Roth. Um, this year, though, there is no required minimum distribution. So if you're used to paying the tax and the tax rate is low enough, it might make sense to continue to take that distribution. In this year, you could convert it to a Roth, uh, but you do not have to take the RMD this year.
2: Yeah. So in, in other words, instead of taking the the uh, RMD withdrawal, just take what would have been your RMD and put it in a Roth IRA. It's the same taxation as what you're used to anyway. And that way you do a Roth conversion. One year only, 2020. That's
0: it. Is there any chance that they're going to extend that?
1: Why do you care? Are you
0: 72? I'm curious, and I think that our listeners would be interested.
1: Digs, no, I don't think so.
2: I don't think so either, but never say never, no. right? No. There's been no discussion of that. I'll put it that way.
0: Got it.
1: Uh, you you want to ask some social security questions, Steve? No.
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> got it. All right, we got – what's.
0: Stop (laughs) Ironing Shirts is a blogger, Okay. and Josh is a listener of YMYW, and they had a conversation on Twitter. So I shared it with you because I thought you might want to give more information here in this conversation.
1: Well, please tell me more. (laughs)
0: So Stop Ironing Shirts says, has anyone weighed the pros and cons of a CARES Act 2202 distribution versus a Roth IRA conversion? 2202 is taking a distribution today and spreading the taxes out. So it's a coronavirus-related distribution. Josh, Josh says-
1: Easy as it looks, is it?
0: (laughs) Josh said, I heard YMYW Show, that's our uh, handle on Twitter, talk about this several times in the past few months. Need to be able to demonstrate that you've been affected by COVID-19 to be eligible for the COVID-related distribution or whatever CRD stands for. But there's an opportunity there to to explore. So obviously Josh does actually pay really close attention to the show. Stop Ironing Shirts replied and said, interesting. I'm 61% plus pre-tax accounts and can meet the requirement. My side hustle was terminated due to COVID impacts to the their business. Only downside I can find is those investments start kicking off taxable income and aren't sheltered from liability.
1: Okay. Um, but he's he's saying he wants to do a Roth conversion with the CRD. That's a,
2: I think what he's saying. and I think he means 2020. 2020-02 is
1: about a 200 years from now. But
0: no, isn't that the actual that, name isn't of it?
1: That a a sub chapter of the CARES Act of the yeah. CRD. Oh, is That's it? Okay. Saying. He's I, trying to be a little fancy pants. Got it. Um, see, that was over my head. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm tight. I like, <laughs> I like memorizing the code. You know, I know makes, you do. Yeah, right, smarter. right. Um, all right. Well, n- you can convert. So he wants to take a COVID related distribution. So you can pull money out of a retirement account up to $100,000. And you can either pay the money back over a three year time period, or you could pay the tax over a, th- a three year time period. So, what um, stop ironing shirts? What the hell is that
0: all about? I mean, who's it's something to do with the fact that he's retiring early, so he doesn't have to iron his shirts anymore.
1: Oh, okay, got it. Cool. Um, so he's thinking, all right, I'm gonna take the hundred thousand or something amount no greater than a hundred thousand, yeah. I'm gonna convert it, and then I'm gonna pay the tax over a three year time
2: period. Yeah, which sounds like a great deal,
1: right? right. And so our buddy Josh who's an avid listener, gave us little props and said, you know what? Hey, be careful with that because you need to be affected by COVID. And the stop ironing, ironing shirts person said, well, Hey, my, my, my side hustle, right? Fire movement uh, blew up. So I qualify. So be careful about converting in the law. does not say you cannot. Um, We believe that that's not the intention or the spirit of the law. Uh, So But it still makes sense to take the money out of the retirement account, potentially pay the tax over three years, depending on what your tax bracket is. Um, So, let's say if you get your side hustle back in the next few years, um, you could potentially, or how much money that you have in a retirement account, what tax bracket that you're in. So, there's a lot of pros to take it, but the con is you're right, is that now the interest in income and dividends that are sitting in a non qualified account will be taxable. Uh, but when you sell those assets it's going to be taxed at capital gains rate versus an ordinary income and yeah if you it's from liability so let's say you get sued or not sued but maybe file bankruptcy um, you will be protected under the retirement accounts but not necessarily protected in a non-qual
2: well it depends right because some IRA money depending upon but no
1: he, if he does a crd it's in a nonqual account
2: yeah I understand but if he converts it
1: Yeah, well, well, then he's kind of. So if it converts, it's it's still in a retirement account. It's going tax free, but I don't think that's
2: well. If if you listen to Jeffrey Levine, who we've had on our show, probably one of the smartest guys in our industry about taxation, what he says is that it doesn't really say you cannot. Take the coronavirus distribution and convert it. But his strong belief is don't do it. That was not the spirit of the law. And probably, or at least that's his opinion, that the, the IRS will at some point come back or government will come back and say, you know, this wasn't allowed. You'll have to undo it and have penalties. And so I, I personally wouldn't try that. I, I think the decision is either make a normal Roth conversion right, from your IRA to Roth and just do it normally, or take the coronavirus-related distribution. The, the plus side of that is a lot of people that we end up talking to don't have hardly any non-qualified, non-retirement money, and this is a good way to get some out, not have any penalty, and pay the tax slowly over three years. So, if that's your situation, I think that's
1: not a bad way to go, really. So. But he's only got 61% of his money in pre-tax accounts. It's not 95%. Yeah, that's true too. So he does have some diversification in regards to, you know, the, right. the taxation of the dollar. Yeah, when good point. He stops ironing shirts. Right. So So they uh, actually
0: I'm 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 at stopironingshirts.com right now and they are a mid-30s couple who achieved financial independence at 34 and retired at 36. So they're out. They stopped yeah. ironing their shirts a while ago.
2: And another, another, actually, for the fire movement, for those that uh, are going to need in, uh, income until they turn 59 and a half, here's a way to get money out without paying a penalty. So, you got $100,000. Right. Most
1: fire people, especially in their 30s, they hate retirement accounts because you can't spend the money until you're 59 and a half. Right. So, you can take a CRD, put it in a non-qualifying account, you know, or you know, yeah. buy business, buy some real estate. Yeah, Right. It's like your boy Cupert or whatever. His name is. <laughs> My oh, <yeah>. boy. <laughs> so, all right. Well, there you go. Um, we haven't talked fire in a while. No, we haven't. So, well, congratulations to Stop Ironing Shirts. And uh, thanks, Josh, for the little plug.
0: Learn how these recent government programs can help you through the tough times, changes the IRS has made that can cut your tax bill, how the stock market sell-off can set you up for a tax-free future, and tips and strategies for surviving financial hardship, and much more in Retirement Revamp, Financial Planning in Times of Crisis. This is a new ebook from Pure Financial Advisors, EVP, and Director of Research, Brian Perry, CFP, CFA, available as our free special offer at yourmoneyyourwealth.com and and in the podcast show notes for a limited time only. Click the link in the description of today's episode in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app and download Retirement Revamp for free. Do it now because it won't be available for long.
2: We got Miss M. Uh, Miss M, that's a cool name. What do, you, what do you think? Mary?
1: I don't know. I like Miss M. Madeline? Um Madalena. Uh, Sacramento, California. Uh, she writes in. Hi, Joe, Al. I truly enjoy listening to your podcast this year so far.
0: Oh, maybe It's new... all down here from here. Sam. So, so, far. <laughs> so
1: far. So far. I'm reserving my judgment <laughs> until I listen to a second one. Uh, you guys are not only funny, but also give honest suggestions. And I appreciate that you try to answer a question in many different ways, especially when information needed is missing. Uh, thank you for being fun characters on the air. <clears throat> all right. Cool. Yeah. We all need a good laugh, especially during times of good, adjusting time. to a new normal. Especially uh, during this time. Yes. Adjusting to normal. It's a new normal. Yeah. Um, Andy, you are the best podcast producer.
0: Dang. I wonder how but, many of them she knows.
1: I think Andy just kind of popped. Well, in. I
2: was wondering, like, if that would have been like a different type, you know, different font. <laughs> I, th- I thought
1: it would be bold, <laughs> underlined. Uh, no, we know
2: Andy has something to do with it.
1: So um, I have a question. I'm hoping one of you can answer. I searched all over the internet, but can't find a clear answer. I'm asking for a friend. Of course you are. (laughs) They always ask for (laughs) a friend. Right, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Friend, 74 years old, who rolled over all of his 401k to a traditional IRA account upon his retirement and has been taking RMDs every year since turned 70 and a half. The traditional IRA has a zero balance. Had, keyword. I'm sorry, had a zero balance at the time of the 401k rollover and no new contributions have been added to the IRA account since. If he converts some of the IRA money to a Roth IRA account this year or any future years, does the pro rata rule apply? Thanks, Miss M. <clears throat> All right, Miss M. Few things here. So the pro rata rule, let's kind of talk about what that is. Is that this is the pro rata rule only applies if there is basis in the IRA, and what that means is that did your friend, <laughs> your seventy-four year old friend, I can see the There's,
0: air quotes, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, like make <clears throat> after tax contributions because what could have happened, Al, is this, mm-hmm. and we've seen this mistake in the past is that I have a 401k plan. I have after-tax contributions in the 401k plan. I have pre-tax contributions in the 401k. When I say after-tax, it's not Roth. It's after-tax where the earnings of the after-tax earnings will grow tax-deferred and be taxed at ordinary income rates. He could have rolled everything into an IRA. Including after-tax. Including after-tax. Right. And then yes, the Mm -hmm. pro rata rule would apply, but they made a huge mistake in the rollover. Agreed because the after-tax money from the rollover should never have went into the IRA. It could have gone directly into a Roth IRA. Yeah, and that's a
2: relatively new rule. What, what five years ago? Something, something like that? Something like that. I mean, we had, we had a kind of a, a funny, funny way that, that we and some other advisors did sometimes, but it, it was not a sure thing. So we kind of used it cautiously. But yeah, that would have been the miss. And, and just so people understand, after-tax money in a 401k, how do you get that? Well, typically a 401k is either a traditional 401k or a Roth 401k, and, and it's 19500 per person this year, $26,000 if you're 50 and older. But some plans, not all, some plans allow you to put more money than that 19500 pre on an after-tax basis, meaning that you take money that has already been taxed. In other words, it's tax on your paycheck, right? And then you put that into your 401k. That gives you basis so that when you withdraw that money later, you don't have to pay tax on it because you already paid tax on it. That's what after-tax money is. And so some plans and some people have tax basis in their 401ks. And if if that's you, then instead of rolling it all to an IRA, you roll the after-tax part directly to a Roth. You're allowed to do that. You roll the rest to a regular IRA. Then there is no basis in your IRA and you don't have to worry about any of this, this um, pro rata rule. Pro
1: and a pro rata rule works like this: is that let's say um, there's a hundred thousand uh, dollars, but out of the hundred thousand dollars, or is you know ten percent of it's after tax. So ninety percent of the dollar that you withdraw would be. Taxable and then 10% would be tax free. Right. So that's how the pro rata rule. So every dollar that comes out, it's pro rata from after tax to pre tax, uh, depending on the tax treatment. However, um, since she applauded us on trying to figure out what the hell they're actually asking us, here's another thing, another thought that maybe she's asking. Okay. Is that because the, the IRA had a zero balance, they took a 401k and rolled it into an IRA. And if they're, well, seventy-four. Do you think a seventy-four-year-old still working? If they'd have to have like a side gig, right? i guess say or, he
0: rolled it uh, upon his retirement, which implies that he is not working anymore.
2: Okay, yeah, but I get what you like. If, he, if let's say he had a side gig, so I know where you're going. Right. So
1: this. then maybe he wanted to do a backdoor Roth. Right. Right. And so since the IRA balance was zero, put a 401k into that IRA. I open up another IRA, and then I um. Uh, put after-tax dollars into that IRA and then try to convert it to a yeah. Roth IRA. Right. Then the the pro-rata rule would still apply there yes, because you would. look at the aggregate of all IRAs and then you say, all right, well what is pre-tax, what's after-tax and so to to figure out what's pro-rata. We
2: have a few retired folks that that have a side gig and that's profitable. It has to be profitable to do this and then we have them set up a solo 401k or individual 401k. They roll their their pre-tax money from the IRA into the 401k, and they're left with an IRA with after-tax money. That then you can convert that and then continue to do backdoor Roth. So we have done that before.
1: Um, well, wait a minute. I, I should have read it more clearly because she says Miss yeah. <clears throat> M says, "Well, now there's no." There, there hasn't been any future contributions I'm, i know but you you kind of went
2: down the path what if there was sure yeah but but you're right it was a, it was a kind of a fork in the road that didn't really matter <laughs> True. True. but maybe for some of our lists maybe not for miss yeah maybe they could Ms. apply m. that
1: knowledge to to their own situation
2: yeah that's what i was thinking it very clever
1: <laughs> so i i don't know uh miss m you, if they rolled after-tax dollars from a 401k plan into the IRA and they do the conversion, then yes, the pro rata rule still applies. Uh, but the pro rata rules, maybe she's confused on what pro rata means. Pro rata is after-tax versus pre-tax. And if you do a conversion of X amount of dollars, some of that's going to be tax-free from the conversion sure. uh, via pro rata, but it's pre-tax and after.
2: So here's the question. Is Miss M is, is M a first name or last name, do you think?
1: Miss M? Yeah. I would say first name.
2: First name. Yeah. What do you think? Well, that's what I was thinking. But then I started thinking maybe it's maybe like it's Manchester, something really cool like that. Miss Manchester.
1: <laughs> that's really cool. Manchester? I think so. Okay.
2: That's the name I wanted.
1: Got it. Alan, Alan Manchester. Alan
2: Manchester.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Big uh, Al Manchester. Got it. Um, all right. Hopefully that makes sense. All right. Um, our boy Smitty. <laughs> Smitty. Smitty. From Oregon. Yeah. Where's he been? Roseburg. Was he on the webinar that we did?
0: Not that I'm aware of.
1: I don't understand. So these guys keep asking us questions, and we throw a webinar for people that like to ask multiple questions. They, then they no-show us. We
0: may have to do it on the weekend because a lot of people work.
1: But we do it. We do it lunchtime. Yeah, and it's a it's a Zoom meeting. It could be ten. It's a very important Zoom meeting.
0: Oh, I'm going to remember that next Everyone. time. Everyone.
2: Everyone's on Zoom right now. Everyone's so it's, it's to be expected that you'd be on a Zoom meeting. Of
1: course. What are you doing? I'm on a Zoom call. Yeah. Leave me alone. Get out of my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Hello, Andy, Joe, and Big Al. I have a mission for you if you choose to accept it. Ooh. It's Ooh, like mission, mission possible. possible. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm age 64, filing jointly, making 150000 bucks a year. I'm thinking about doing a rollover from my tax-deferred 401k and converting it into my Roth IRA. I'd be paying all the taxes via my brokerage account, and I'm aware of the capital gains tax associated with doing so. It's my understanding that if I do a 401k rollover, that it would first need to go into a traditional IRA before it can go into a Roth IRA. It's also my understanding that if I do Roth IRA conversion and some of the money is left behind in the traditional IRA, then that money would be um, uh, would also be calculated in taxing on my Roth IRA conversion. So this gives me pause on what would be the proper steps and timeline to eventually get all of my 401k money into a Roth IRA while staying in the 24% federal tax bracket. Let me give you two scenarios and maybe you could give me an idea of which scenario would generate the lesser amount of tax. Okay, scenario one, 400K equals 700,000. I roll over $700,000 from my 401K to traditional IRA, then I convert $100,000 of it to a Roth. I will continue to convert $100,000 per year until all of the money has been converted into my Roth IRA. In the end, the total tax would be X, okay? Scenario two, 401K equals 700K. I roll over $100,000 from my 401k into a traditional IRA, then convert the $100,000 to a Roth IRA. I would continue the scenario every year until all the money in the 401k has been rolled over to the traditional IRA, then converted to my Roth IRA. In the end, my total tax would equal X. Keeping in the 24% tax bracket, which scenario do you think would create the less amount of tax and would end or would it all work out to be equal in the end things? Uh, Schmitty, you gotta start watching our webinars, bro. Because I don't know what he, so it's the same.
2: Yeah, the answer is equal.
1: Equal, yeah, your tax is X and X. <laughs> You're right on there. <laughs>
2: Um, well, first of all, you do not have to take your 401k money to an IRA to do a, a Roth conversion.
1: You could go 401k directly to a Roth IRA. Yes. So, so,
2: so keep that in, in mind. You don't have to go through this step if you want. But I don't care whether you go directly from a 401k to a Roth and do that over seven years or, or you roll the whole thing out to an IRA and you do that sequentially over seven years. Or if you do 100000 a year from one to the other, which you don't need to do,
1: but it's uh, it
2: works out the same.
1: It's All right. So if if I... If I were Schmitty, I would roll the 700000 into the IRA and then do the conversions there. It's just easier because then you can just transfer shares from one IRA to yeah, the other. Yeah,
2: you're not having to request the money out of the 401k, which is a hassle.
1: Right. You, you got to do rollover paperwork or transfer yeah, paperwork. I, every, I, you know. I
2: do agree with that. But here's a concern I have, and that is it sounds like he wants to convert his entire 401k which I'm not necessarily against, but here's what sometimes people do is they end up converting everything in a higher bracket, like 24%. And then by the time they get to retirement, they have no required minimum distributions. And if they don't have much other income, now they're in basically a 10% bracket. So you convert it and paid at 24% while you, if you pulled it out with RMDs, you would have been in a much lower bracket.
1: Well, you make $105,000 a year. So with $105,000, his taxable income is probably eighty thousand.
2: Yeah. Well, it depends whether he's married
1: or not. He's did he say he's married? Finally, jointly, it's married. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, very <laughs> good. you know what that means? Yeah, uh, uh, um, I do know what that means. All right. So, eighty thousand. You're at the top of the twelve. At eighty thousand dollars of taxable income, so if you want to convert hundred thousand dollars, then that's going to push you into the twenty four. You're going to take all of the twenty two. So if your taxable income is 80000 the top of the 22 is one seventy. So maybe you convert $90,000 to keep in the 22% tax bracket. You don't even touch the 24. So just kind of like look at the brackets again and look at your taxable income. So I would do an IRA rollover from 401k, put it into the IRA, open up the Roth at the same custodian, whatever, Vanguard, Schwab, Fidelity, I don't care. And then just... Max out that bracket. I, I think the 22% tax bracket is okay. If he's got $700,000, you know, the top of the 22 is probably the right answer. I would not probably touch the 24 because he could. I don't, I'm not sure how long he's going to continue to work either. Um, because if he's 64, I don't know, maybe he works until when? Let's just say the next four or five years at $105,000. You know, you could still convert. Let's say half.
2: Yeah, you could convert a lot. All I'm suggesting is it depends upon, like, let's say Smitty's, Smitty's got a lot of pension income. Then he's going to be in a high tax bracket. I totally agree with this. But let's say he's got no pension income right. and he's got no rental property income. He's got very little other income except for what's in his 401k and his uh, social security. Then I would not necessarily convert it all because now you're paying in the 22 percent bracket when you could. And, have been,
1: and then the future he's going to be in the zero.
2: Yeah zero or what what will be the 15 percent, 10, 15 percent bracket. So the net the other step in this I agree with everything you said Joe but you also want to look at what tax bracket you think you're going to be in in retirement to help you with this decision.
1: Right and then you you want to make sure it's strategically <laughs> balanced of I mean there, there is a formula um but it's not as easy as saying you want a third in a Roth and a third in a, a brokerage account and a third in a retirement account. It's really looking at, okay, well, if, if I did nothing with all of my other income sources and assets, when I retire, what tax bracket potentially am I going to be in? Yeah. And then you look at, or if you're going to retire prior to 72 now, then you look at age 72 to say, all right, well, what does this do when RMDs hit? So then you can kind of guesstimate what tax bracket that you're going to be in. So then that's kind of the easy step to say, well, if I'm going to be in the 24, it makes sense for me to pay 22 because I know the 24 is going to 28% in a few years anyway. Right. So then, right, you're paying less tax. But I also agree that you don't want to overshoot this thing and blow your load and all of a sudden you're paying a lot more tax than you, you needed to. Right.
0: If you missed the YMYW webinar Joe mentioned earlier, catch the replay in the podcast show notes at yourmoneyyourwealth.com. Click the link in the description of today's episode in your podcast app to see the fellows and I navigate our way through viewer questions on the CARES Act stimulus package, investing strategies, tax diversification, Roth conversions, and much more, all on camera. In the webinar and in the podcast show notes, you can also sign up for a free tax reduction analysis to take a deeper dive into your personal financial situation to see where you might be able to lower your tax burden. Click the link in the description of today's episode in your podcast app to go to the show notes and sign up.
1: We got ZC from Washington State. It's quite a name. love it. You know, I
2: think if you're a parent going, you know what, I think I want to name you ZC because I want you to be dead last in everything that ever happens in school because it's all alphabetically.
1: Well, why would anyone want their kids to be dead last at anything?
2: That way, they can not have to go first. They can watch everyone else <laughs> get uh, get into, get schooled by everyone else.
1: Got it. Everything that you said there was very negative. <laughs> get schooled. You should say, you know, you can learn okay. from. Uh, yeah. Get schooled is like you're getting schooled. Yeah. Like I'm going to school this okay. question here. All right. <laughs> Hello, Joe, Alan, Andy. This is my second email to the podcast. Well, there you go. Repeat listener. Uh, Tax year 2020. I have been contributing to an after-tax in my company 401k, administrated by Vanguard. The plan does not allow for in-service distribution conversion. However, they allow direct rollover, and I want to take advance of that. Here's what I'm planning to do. Okay. So... I think she's getting confused with some terminology here. Yeah, a little bit. Number one, Vanguard will liquidate the funds purchased with my after-tax money. Total proceeds is $2,100. $2,000 is my after-tax basis in a $100 game. Step two, Vanguard will move $2,000 to my Roth IRA, $100 to my traditional IRA. No, I've already contributed to my 2020-year non-deductible $6,000 IRA and converted that to a Roth IRA earlier this year. Here's my question. Can I convert the $100 from my traditional IRA to my Roth IRA? Will I be breaking any IRS rules by doing so? Uh, the answer is no, because what she's thinking is that it, she's thinking of contributions versus conversions, and if that extra $100 was classified as a contribution, then the answer would be no, but as a conversion, there is no limit to how much money that you can convert as long as you pay the tax on the 100 bucks. Absolutely. Yep. How many times a year can I move this after-tax money? Well, as many times as the, the plan allows.
2: Yeah, there's no limit there.
1: So, um, can I repeat the same process next year and not violate any rules? Yes, it all really depends on the plan document. But if you're looking at IRS rules, no, you're fine. Uh, question four, is there anything else I should consider? Thanks for your taking uh, my question. No, all right. So, what she's doing is she's got a 401k plan and she's, there's after-tax dollars that can go into the 401k plan. So $19,000 is the most that you can put in a plan. $25,000 if you're over 50. Mike, is it nineteen five and twenty $25,500? Yeah, nineteen five and twenty 25500 Or is it twenty six?
2: dollars
1: Well, I don't know how that just, just escapes
2: 19, my brain. It's 19, $19,500 and twenty six. Yeah, twenty six.
1: dollars Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I knew it would come back. Yeah, just that old brain fuzz. <laughs> um, so See, that's now, now that you're getting older. Yeah, right. Um so she's asking, can I put more money into the plan if the plan allows? The answer is yes, up to fifty some one thousand bucks. So let's say she's putting twenty five thousand dollars in; she can put in another twenty five grand. The yeah, other twenty five grand is after tax, right? Yep, you
2: have to subtract out your employer's contribution, so that gets taken off of that. But but yeah, if if some plans allow you to put after tax money in, and you should because you can take that after tax money and have that sent right directly to a Roth IRA. It's a great way to go.
1: So when you say how, um, uh, the plan does not allow in-service distribution or conversion. Oh, it's in, so you're, you're, Words are wrong here. So it's like an inner plan conversion is what she's talking about. I think so. Yeah. So taking pre tax from the 401k, moving it to the Roth side of the 401k, but it allows an in service distribution because that's what you're doing. You're taking the after tax dollars out of the overall 401k account and you're moving those after tax dollars into a Roth any earnings, then you're pushing those into an IRA, and then you're converting the earnings into the Roth and paying the tax on the earnings. You could do that that way is fine, or you could put the whole after-tax plus earnings into the Roth and pay the tax on whatever the earnings are. So, what you're doing is fine. um, Keep doing it and maximize that as much as you possibly can.
2: Yeah, and I agree. It's up to the plan. If the plan lets you do it every month or quarter, go for it.
1: Yeah. I mean, That's just a lot of hassle and paperwork. I'll do it annually.
2: Yeah, me too. Right? Right.
1: So just maximize it and then each year you just pop it out and put it in the right um, right accounts. Adam from Pennsylvania. Imagine this. We get another Roth conversion (laughs) question. It's, It's amazing. Joe and Big Al. Roth conversion question from a couple in their early 30s. All right. Uh, Should I focus on maxing out our Roth IRA accounts, $12,000 cumulative each year, or is that $12,000 better used to cover the taxes on Roth conversions of our existing $170,000 pre-tax 401ks? Both of our employers offer Roth in-plan conversions. Our income puts us in the middle of the 22% tax bracket, uh, 3% state tax bracket, we have cumulative pre-tax 401k balances of roughly $200,000, uh, Roth balances of 20,000. We have $150,000 mortgage, 2% on a $200,000 property, 15,000 out of loan, no other outstanding debt, fully funded emergency fund. I like this question, but the only thing he left out, um, I, I, he's in the 22% tax bracket, I'd like to know what is. Income is in regards to is he's what's he saving in the four one k plans? Um, because he's he's probably making a hundred to hundred seventy thousand bucks a year.
2: Yeah, somewhere in there.
1: He's thirty in <clears throat> early thirties. He's already got two hundred saved. It's pretty impressive. Um, yeah,
2: that's, that's good. Well, I think I would answer it this way. I mean, if it's 22% federal and 3% state, that's a 25% tax rate. So if you, if you save a dollar to do a Roth conversion, you're going to be able to get $4 converted and pay the tax with the dollar. Or if you do a Roth contribution, a dollar equals a dollar. So I'd rather save the money if, if I have a choice. I'd, I'd actually like to do both. Yeah. But if there's a choice, if there's only one choice, I'd rather do a conversion because I can get about four times as much money into a Roth by paying the tax with the 12000 than I can doing a contribution.
1: I would disagree with that. I'm going to go the opposite here. I think what he should do is put, he's 30 years old. He's got $170,000 in a 401k plan. Switch all of your contributions to Roth because it's the time value of money that matters the most, right? So that $170,000, if he takes the $12,000 that could be contributed to a Roth or his Roth 401k plans, that's less money that he's potentially saving. But if he's maxing out, that's why I was thinking, if he's maxing out his 401k plans and how much is he actually saving and where's he saving it, my, my answer might change.
2: Well, I'm, and I get your logic, but here's another angle. Uh, which is uh, he's in the 22% bracket, which we know is going away in 2026. So we got four years of lower taxes and being in their early thirties, their income's probably going to go up and they're going to be in higher brackets. So what a better time than to get more money converted than today. Okay. So (laughs) anyway, you could, you could play that either way.
1: All right, Adam, take that, (laughs) do what you want with it. Um, I would, you know, I'm a big at 30. You got 170. Uh, I would, I would. All future savings go Roth for sure. Um, and if you want to convert, yeah, I'll convert. Uh, we got Brent from West Texas. Uh, greetings from the
0: oil field in West Texas. Do you think his name's really Brent? Uh, why not? Why would he? West lie? Texas crude. He's talking about the oil fields.
1: Am I missing an inside joke?
0: Brent crude oil.
1: I uh, never heard not that. not Brent. Brent. Bent. Brent. <laughs> Brent Brent
0: crude right now,
1: 4245. Oh. Okay, well there you go. Oh. See, we get educated on this Brent. show. I thought his name was Brett. Anyway. Anyway. I don't know. What did you write this question yourself? Can you make it up? Yeah. <laughs> <No. laughs> Try to make a little joke here. No. <laughs> he changed the name. Got it. Well, anyway, Brent Crude Oil.
2: <laughs> he loves the chef. Five stars.
1: Can I calculate my tax return and use the projected refund amount to pay the taxes on a Roth conversion before the conversion deadline? Let's say it's March 2021. I'm in the 22% tax bracket. I've submitted all documents and completed my tax return with Turbo Tax but have not filed. I am projected a federal return of uh, of $10,000 for 2020. Before I actually file, I convert $45,000 from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA since 22% of $45,000 is 10 grand. I update TurboTax with the conversion amounts and my refund is now zero since I will owe the taxes from my conversion, which was, which WASH uh, f- from the refund. Okay. I spent my taxes and go on with my life. Does this all sound good to you guys? Uh, Brent? No. <laughs> you got your years mixed up. Yeah. Because the conversion needs, to here's what you do. You could do this, I suppose. All right. So he's doing a conversion, right? Of $45,000 and say, you know what? I'm going to get a refund of 10 grand. I want to do the conversion and just kind of update my tax return. And I got the 45,000 in the Roth and you know what? IRS just keep the 10 grand. Right. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so in theory, it sounds good, but the, the the Roth needed to be done in the previous year. Right. So if you're doing a 2020 return,
2: I guess that's what you're talking about. So in 2021, if you do the conversion in 2021, it's a 2021 income. Uh, what you could do though in 2021, when you file your return, and there's a ten thousand dollar refund, you could you just could just just apply the apply refund it to, to next, next year, year's and then tax. it's already in next year. Or if you thought you were going to get a ten thousand dollars refund before, you could do the conversion in December. Let's just say. So. Anyway, it's 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 a fine idea. You just have to make sure your years are right. <laughs> and Brent, we
1: probably should have knew that.
0: I was surprised.
2: There's a lot that you and I don't know. It's because we're so laser focused on our craft.
1: Yes. I did know Brent crude oil, but I thought it was bent for some reason. (laughs) It's been a while since I've looked at crude oil, to be honest with you. Got it. So that's Brian Perry's job anyway. It is. Yeah, we don't get involved in it. Yeah, we're having cocktails. So. (laughs) All right, that's it for us, folks. Bring in your questions. We'll answer them. Um, If you want really bad advice, you know where to go. Your money, your wealth. We'll be back next week. Show's called Your Money, Your Wealth.
0: Click Ask Joe and Al in the podcast show notes and get answers to your money questions, possibly. Your Money, Your Wealth is presented by Pure Financial Advisors. For a much more detailed, personalized analysis of your financial situation than you can get from listening to YMYW, click the big green button that says get an assessment at yourmoneyyourwealth.com or call 888-994-6257. Schedule a free financial assessment video call with a certified financial planner from Pure. Find out if you're really on track for retirement Visit yourmoneyyourwealth.com or call 888-994-6257. That's 888-994-6257. Pure Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor. This show does not intend to provide personalized investment advice through this broadcast and does not represent that the securities or services discussed are suitable for any investor. Investors are advised not to rely on any information contained in the broadcast in the process of making a full and informed investment decision.